Blog Talk Radio. Good evening all, this is Miss Allgood and you're listening to Spirituality is Reality. I just want to thank you all, for those of you that listen to me on a regular basis, I try to be here every Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, <clears throat> excuse me, but of course, sometimes we like to reschedule for various reasons, you know, things in life happen and uh, I want to be able to give you everything I've got when I'm doing these broadcasts, so uh, if I don't come on for whatever reason, I'm always going to reschedule. Please follow us so that uh, you can get alerts that go straight to your email, and you will know when we are on. But uh, we've lost like a minute or two, so I want to get right into what I want to talk about tonight because there is, as usual, a lot I have to say. Friends, a lot of what I'm talking about has to do with the state of the world right now. I know some of these things seem far fetched, far off, way out there to some of you. Others of you are really relating to me and you're understanding exactly where I'm coming from. Pretty soon there are going to be more people tuning into this broadcast because uh, the world is changing right before our eyes and many people will have will need rather an explanation as to what is going on and there are very few people that can explain it. There are not a lot of people that understand the world right now, but we do here at Spirituality is Reality and that's why we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about tonight. And for those of you that are online and you uh, can see the topic of uh, tonight's broadcast, uh, it has to do with universal order. And the universal order of all things is based upon goodness. Now, we've talked about goodness in prior broadcasts, and I have defined goodness, and I've said that goodness is the inherent nature of all men. Friends, everything that exists, everything is good, which means that there really is no such thing as evil as we understand it to exist because even what we know to be evil really works for the purpose of goodness. Friends, the universe is good. Everything that happens or occurs that seems to be the most horrible of evils has to do with goodness. The main thing, I'll use that word thing for lack of better wording, that the universe uh, aims to accomplish every time is cleansing and restoration. The universe is restorative. There's no such thing as uh, the earth being able to deplete its natural resources. Or there is no... uh, way that we can combat or uh, rectify this problem of global warming. Friends, the universe is restorative, which means that it is able to correct any error. Anything that is foreign to the universal order will always be corrected, and the way that it will correct itself is by using the evil to do it. So the fact that evil exists, the fact that we have global warming, the fact that we have uh, tidal waves, the fact that we have horrible hurricanes, uh, any kind of uh, evil, earthquakes, anything that we can think of, the fact that we are, are living in a time where we are witnessing all of these evils, environmental evils, evils having to do with the brutality, man's humanity to his fellow man, As I said, there are all kinds of evils. The fact that we are witnessing it has to do with 
the fact that the universe is using evil to restore or correct the error that is present. Friends, when there is evil, that means there is error and that means that restoration is here. So we can rejoice in that. Those of us that understand how universality works, those of us that know that God uses evil for good, that is in fact in the scriptures. Man looks outside of himself. Friends, we look outside of ourselves. We look up at the sky. We see the moon. Uh, matter of fact, uh, maybe uh, about a month ago we saw a blood moon and, and we saw an eclipse and we said, wow, we marveled at that because we, we always marvel at the universe and all of the sights and all of the things that happen in, in nature, and we can't see how we ourselves fit into nature. Man does not understand that he is an intricate part of nature, that if it was not or were not for man, nature could not be, because man is nature, and man is, in fact, universe. And I'm going to get into universe uh, a little later. Just hang in here with me. I always like to work up to what I'm trying to explain. So I've said before in prior broadcasts that man is an entity. Man does not exist because of people, places, and things. It is the other way around. People, places, and things exist because of man. I've said also that the world as we know it, as we perceive it, uh, is not really the way it is. The world, I have said, this world is a mental plane. And this mental plane is a plane where man can experience everything that he feels in his heart, all of his feelings, all of his emotions. He can play them out uh, in a so-called um, mock reality here in the world. He has a body so that he can do these things. But that's not the only purpose of this corporeal life. The main purpose of this corporeal life is so that man can perfect his character, which man at this time is not doing. At least there are not enough people doing it. Most people are living sheerly for vanities. And that is a problem, my friends, because vanity does nothing for the inner man, which is the real you. Vanity just is like a garment. It just covers the, the inner man, and there is no real growing. There is no real maturation. Man is not changing, and man is not changing, and he's not maturing because he doesn't want to. You see, man has a choice. He always has a choice. God gives him a choice. He can live the way he chooses. He can choose to grow and not mature, or he can choose to mature. Now, if he chooses not to mature, uh, this isn't necessarily bad or good. It just means that he will not take the next evolutionary leap that he needs. He will remain left behind. And I'll talk about that. If we have time, I'll get more into that. So man really exists as a sovereign being, independent of his material world. Yes, he's in the world, but he's not of the world. But, of course, man doesn't know this because he has not affirmed his own existence, which basically means that he, uh, man, well, let me just say this. Man is, uh, is of self-existence. I exist because I say that I exist, I believe I exist, and I want to exist. And that is the case for every man. But man has to be self-assured. He has to be self-confident. 
He cannot live in fear. He must live according to his own inner principle. But most people don't have inner conviction or inner principle. They have no inward law, and that is because they're not living according to their hearts, and I have also said that. To live according to your heart means to live according to your spirit. So man looks at his world, and he believes it to be separate or apart from himself. And this is because his mind's eye perceives a space that exists between the self and that which is seen. And this space is called time. Now, this space is illusory. And it is, in fact, a reverse perception. Now, what do I mean by reverse perception? I basically mean that instead of man perceiving the cause of his visions, he perceives the effect. And man, because he's perceiving his surroundings through his eyes, his ears, his skin, and other neurological sensation, or through the body, I should say, there is an error in his overall perception of himself and his world. And it is because of this backward perception, man doesn't know who he is. And I've said this before, that is uh, the main premise behind spirituality is reality, is to uh, help all of us to discover who we are spiritually. And man does not know who he is spiritually because he's living his life according to his senses, according to his uh, corporeal desires. Anything that the body says, uh, man believes. Man believes what his eyes tell him, what his ears uh, tell him, what his uh, fingers, is, uh, what he feels through his skin, uh, uh, his desires, whatever kind of desires he has. All of these things man believes, and because he believes that, that is what essentially drives him. That is the, the source of all of his drive in the world. It is his corporeal nature. And, of course, there is an error, as I said, because man doesn't understand that his perception is not of himself. It is of his world, which he believes to be outside of his real self. And man does not know who he is. You see, man is universe. Man, man defines this word universe as everything but himself. Man accepts that time, the planets, black holes, stars, galaxies, he believes that is all universe. Yet, he fails to include himself in this equation. And this is because he cannot define himself. Man doesn't understand who he is, nor does he know anything about what role he plays in the natural world. Now, I've said before that the core of man is his capital letter I. This I is man's self. It is, in fact, his identity. Now, the word entity is there because this is who man is, identity. Man is self-defining. He cannot be given an identity by any false means, meaning that the world cannot define man. The world cannot say you're a doctor. The world cannot say you're famous. The world cannot say uh, you're an executive. The world cannot give you an identity, not even by your social uh, class, not even by your economic status, not even because of your race. That is not your identity, and we're going to talk about 
the identity of man because that is the biggest mystery of all. It is solely up to man to define his capital letter I. Now, the capital letter I is not a letter. It is man's spiritual center. It is his core. And the center is the origin of all things, including man himself. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Now, we've said something extremely profound here. Because what we have just said has to do with the origin of man. Man comes from himself. Now, one might be asking, how, Miss Allgood, is this possible? How is it possible that man comes from himself? Well, first, you have to accept the fact that man is not his appearance. Man is an entity, a self-existing force that causes effects based on his mental awareness of himself. So man's existence depends upon his own self-affirmation. I've said that. But a man can only be self-assured if he knows who he is. Now the problem that exists is that man is blind spiritually. So man has no idea who he is, where he comes from, or where he's going. Now why is man blind? Why is it that man does not have spiritual sight? meaning spiritual perception, because, friends, perception or sight is not really with the two eyes on your face. You see, it's the mind that perceives. The mind perceives, friends. If we can understand that perception is totally mental, and I've explained this before, I mean, I can be looking at an oak tree, and another person can look at an oak tree, and we might see two different things while looking at that oak tree, because perception is subjective, and it is mental. It is not uh, so much having to do with colors and space and depth and all of those things, because all of that comes from the mind, friends. If if you know anything about dementia, I'll briefly talk about it. Uh, People that have Alzheimer's or dementia have a problem judging depth. They have a problem... uh, Even though they can see, their eyes, their two eyes on their face can see, they still have a problem judging how far things are, how close things are, all of those things. So their balance may be off while they're walking. Why? Because this is all mental. Everything has to do with the mind. So man's existence totally has to do with his self-affirmation. Now, we have said that man is of self-origin, and this really means he is eternal. And I've talked about this as well. Friends, eternal means timeless. Or man is, we can say, always existing, which means that man does not have a past. He does not have a future. He exists. And to exist really means now or presence. Man, therefore, is a presence, but he is only a presence if he affirms his own existence. Friends, just because you 
can see from your two eyes or out of your two eyes, just because you can feel through your body uh, or experience sensations does not mean that you are alive, nor does it mean that you exist. Existence has to do with self-affirmation, or I, capital letter I, am. I am is the self-assurance or self-affirmed man that in fact is being or existence. And this is the origin of man. Man originates from his own self-affirmation or I am, which is his principle, which is the eternal man. The very nature of man lives in his capacity to will his own existence. Now, use that word will, and that word will is often uh, used uh, in many, uh, uh, I would say, religious forums. Uh, people say, uh, hasn't, people have asked this question, has not God given man free will? People ask that question not even knowing what will really is. They have no idea what the definition of will is. They think they know, but they don't know. So if you don't know what the will really is, then how can you know what it means to have a free will? You see, the will is the strength of man. That is, in fact, this I, capital letter I, force that man is. You see, man is a force. He is a self-affirmed entity that is a force in nature or force of nature. Man is not two arms and two legs. He is not who he believes himself to be in the world. He is a force. And this will is the force of man. Now, the identity of man is something that is unseen, as is man. Man is unseen. A man is known by his heart. Now, by this word heart, I mean spiritual center or the core of man, which we talked about before. So now we can bring this all together, and I'm bringing it together as I'm speaking to you because I don't want you to totally get lost in everything that I said from the beginning of the broadcast. Man is an, ident- is an, excuse me, an entity that must define himself, and when he defines himself, he cannot do it uh, through people, places, or things. People, places, and things constitute the external world or the world that exists outside of man. Man must learn to define himself, his capital letter I, through his own being, which is his character, which has to do with his heart. For the heart of man is his spiritual center, and the center of man is his capital letter I, and this capital letter I is the will or the I force, I will. I will is also I force, which is also I principle, which is also I am. It is the spiritual center. It is the origin of all things, and it is the who of man. The heart of man is the sentience of man. And this is what makes man distinct from beast. It is man's capacity to feel. And this feeling I'm talking about has to do uh, not with the body. It is man's capacity to feel for his fellow men, which has to do with compassion. Not all men have compassion. A man that does not have compassion 
or the capacity to feel for his fellow men has not matured to manhood because he's selfish. Only a man that lives in love has the capacity to feel for his fellow men. He who has sentience is a real man and has the power, hear me out, friends, listen to this, has the power to move matter and cause effects in the universe. Friends, this is who man is. Man is the cause of his universe. And let's talk about universe right now, friends, because I said that I would get into this if you continue to listen to me and those of you that are listening to me right now, I am nearing the end of the broadcast, and I want to get into universe. Universe is the nature of man himself. Universe is contrariness. Universe is opposing force. Universe is force, friends. And this force is of matter and spirit, which is, of course, opposing force and opposites in nature. But we know that they are one. Matter is, in fact, the unconscious or sleeping or shall we say, dormancy of nature. Spirit is the active force in nature. So man, we can say, is, and I'm, I'm, I'm writing this right now, friends, and I've, I've often said that when you listen to this broadcast, you should have a pen and paper handy because there is a lot to write. You can really learn something from this. Matter is dormancy. And spirit is active or active force. So man is force, and I force is also active force. I've said a lot of things about I force tonight, which is man, which is the spiritual center. And I force is active force. Man is an active force of nature, period. Man is an active force of nature. And this force is of man's heart. And that which is of man's heart is his moral disposition. Friends, because man has sentience and the beast does not have sentience, man has a moral disposition. And it is from man's moral disposition all things originate. Man chooses, of course, his own moral disposition. I said the inherent nature of man is goodness because man is of nature. Man is nature. But man can decide because he has will and because he is of free will. Many say, well, you know, what is free will, Miss Allgood? When the will is really free, um, the will is able to move matter. But man has the spiritual freedom to live as he chooses. Man can choose to heed universality, which is the goodness of all things, or man can choose to defy or not adhere to universal order, which is goodness. 
there are men who choose to go against universal order. Why? Because they do not want to, uh, they believe in their hearts, I should say, that they are restricted by the order of things. They're really uh, fools, friends. Man in his nature is also a fool, and he lives to learn and be corrected. He lives to learn. He must learn that when he go, he when he uh, moves rather in accordance with nature, he will always be in goodness and love. He must learn this. You see, man does everything the hard way. He goes against nature because he's foolish and he wants to do what he wants to do. But he wants to do what he wants to do because he's a fool. He doesn't realize that when he goes according to universal order that all will be well with him. So he learns the hard way. And he goes through all kinds of hardships in his life. And he puts other people uh, through hardships as well because of the choices that he makes. But as I said at the beginning of the broadcast, Nature always works to restore. So no matter what direction man chooses or what path, spiritual path man chooses in his life, nature will always self-correct because that is what nature does. Man doesn't have to get in the way of nature. Man doesn't have to do anything about global warming. Man doesn't have to do anything about all of the ills of this material world. Man is greedy. Man is lustful. Man is murderous. Man is vengeful. Man is hateful. Man is all of those things, and he has been since the beginning, the very beginning of the world as we know it, and he will always be that way. But nobody has to do anything to correct this because nature will correct it, because that is the way it is. Universe is about goodness, and goodness will always prevail in the face of evil. I want you to all understand that tonight. There's evil every which way. Every way we, everywhere we turn, we see horrible evils. But we must understand that when we see these ills of society, because they are ills of the world and society, that they are here as a sign that nature is restoring. Nature is doing what it needs to do. Friends, it is out of the heart of man that all things uh, originate. Man does not realize that it is because of his moral character the world is the way that it is. That is the reason for natural disaster. That is the reason for illness, diseases that seem to not be cured. That is the reason for pestilence. That is the reason for war. That is the reason for all of the things that we can't seem to explain, the horrible evils, child killings, child abductions, child sex slaves. Uh, violence against men, uh, women and children. Friends, it is because of the heart of man. It is because of the, all the things that live in man's heart that he knows nothing about that will be revealed to him. That is why there is evil. But there is also restoration. Where there is evil, there is restoration. I want you to understand that tonight. Please join me next week as I am I, I am here. If you have any questions, you can always email me, Spirit. Spirituality is reality at gmail.com. And until next time, I love you all. Please be blessed.